starting to feel like Formula One is like I don't understand. The greatest Formula One champion of all time. And, and Formula One is that it's like a traveling circus of Spain and a drone. Except I am from Formula Box and pick and firm, and welcome to the Redefine F1 show, the show where we put American subtitles on Formula One. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Wait, let me let me reset. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Box and pick a firm and welcome to the Redefined F1 show. The show where we put American subtitles in the sport of Formula One. I'm your host, Frederick Kernigan. With me as always, my co-host Michael Zimmerman, aka Timmy. What's so funny? <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Um, if you couldn't uh for our audio only listeners, you can't see our faces, but you can probably tell by our voices. We may be under the influence. That's because today we're coming at you guys with a very fun and semi-interactive uh, episode. But yeah, we're 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 here to get drunk off of some really hot takes on the Formula One Twitterverse. So the way this this game's gonna work, I have ten hot takes off of Formula One Twitter. Okay, I'm gonna read the tweet, and Timmy and I are gonna drink accordingly. The hotter the take, the bigger the drink. Mind you, Timmy and myself are two drinks deep. We just watched a very interesting UFC card that had upsets and blood rubbing for some odd reason. Yeah. That's an, that's but, uh, an odd way to put it. Co-main event was a real odd fight, but once again, neither here or there. We're gonna I'm gonna read 10 tweets and the hotter the take, the longer the drink. So, you know, if we have 10 extremely scalding takes then we're going to be extremely drunk at the end of this episode but the plan is for this to be on the shorter end of things so before i start off timmy anything to say anything to say i say we rank it on a one to ten scale one being ice cold in the atlantic 10 being skip bayless Stephen <laughs> a smith kind of hot take level and then right. depending on that we drink as we say i agree i agree so before we we begin cheers timmy cheers i i think we phase this out for it's you okay too. editing baby cheers i don't know what timmy's drinking but i'm drinking something that rhymes with um sin and goose i am drinking something that rhymes with uh or i'm drinking something that's an order you just add a P to the beginning and then a, a porter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Come on. Before now. Timmy confuses us some more, we're going to jump right into it. Literally with, beating off the can. With our, with our first hot take of the episode, this has to do with our favorite daddy's boy from at Stroll is King. So you can see where this is going. Lance Stroll is underrated. People don't like him because he's got daddy's money, but as a driver, he is better than Gasly. <laughs> that is a spicy take. Oh my 
Now I read this as one as as a tale of or as a tweet of two two things. I do think he gets a lot of hate because his, he's his dad's son, right? He's got a forever seat in F1 because that'd be a real awkward conversation at dinner. Be like, Dad, you cut me from the team. But yeah, you're ass. So that that I do, that is true. But better than Gasly, that last part of the tweet, I'm going to give specifically that, that's a seven. That's a hot take. That, that is a very spicy thing. Yeah, like, yes, is, I agree is, with you 100%. Is he hated on more than he should be because of his dad? Absolutely. Yeah. Is he better than Gasly? In my opinion, <laughs> no. Like, mm-hmm. it might be close, but I think Gasly is, like, a tier above him. I think, I think Gasly is the more all-around driver. Whereas Stroll, when like the weather takes a crazy left turn, Stroll's there. He's he's proven that in sorry, excuse me, prior seasons. But as an overall driver, I'm taking Gasly if I had to choose the lesser of two evils. If I was starting a team and my two drivers that were offered to me were Lance and Gasly, I feel like ninety percent of people are taking Gasly. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm giving a that a spicy seven. take for the first take. <laughs> so cheers to that. I agree. Seven out of 10. All right. Second tweet. Danny Rick will be recharged after the summer break and outpace slash outperform Norris in seven of the nine remaining races. This is by at Russ Flynn underscore. That's a 10. That's a 10. What? <laughs> what? That, that man has been watching too much Drive to Survive <laughs> and the hype that they bring Daniel Ricciardo. That is, that's an insane take. That's not a hot take. That's not a spicy take. That's a crazy take. He's a, this is once again a, a, a tweet of two halves. I think the first half is true. I think it will become like off the summer break come recharge but seven out of nine races outperforming norris yeah no you're smoking you're smoking the dope whatever you got i want that's a that's a nine that's a nine for sure that's a 10 for me at russ flynn cheers cheers i'm gonna need a refill by half episode dude i'm gonna need a new drink by take four (laughs) Take number three. This is by at oh shit. At Naomigo. Naomi Gots. That's that's her that's her actual username, but that's the ad name is it. too confusing. She says Carlos Sainz will outscore Charles Leclerc in the second half of the season. Mm. How are we feeling? Mm. You know feeling? what? How are we feeling on this one, Timmy? I need He's to digest. Doing a- I need to digest and process it. This is because this might be an accurate take. I'm not gonna lie. So, but to let you think, I will say this: out of the three that we've had so far, this has the biggest chance of being like coming true. This is the most like kind of level headed. Yeah, yeah. Take. So will it come true? I don't think so. 
I think uh, in terms of like if we're looking at it compared to the last two, this is a pretty cold take. But in terms of like reality, I still think this is a, a little bit of a reach. I'm not gonna lie, you're getting called on a reach in for this yeah. one. I think I think this is like a six. I would say the saying stroll is better than Gasly is a bit more of a hot take, but this one is for sure. I say this real unconfidently, though, because Ferrari's kind of a mess. I'm not going to lie. Ferrari is a mess, but they're still going to favor Charles over Carlos. That's what run. that's what makes so, me hold out. I agree. I believe this is a mid-take. I'm going 5 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So, at Naomi got. I appreciate the take. It might come true. Might come true, might come true. Odds are it won't, so. Five out of ten. Keeping with the Charles theme. Oh, I love our it. fourth take is at is from at Russell sixty three Merck. Charles Leclerc would join Mercedes when Lewis retires. Ooh. So Charles is under a Ferrari contract for the right. next two right. years. If Let I'm me correct. check. Let me check. Let's check that out. Charles Leclerc is on contract with Ferrari to 2026. 2026. So the, for the next four years, so the next three seasons of F1, right? he'll be under contract. This said, this comes down more to how it's long the, it's we the think. the timing, yeah. I feel like, personally. Because like when Lewis retires and that empty seat's available, if Charles is a, like, if he's in that contract year where he can switch teams, it's more likely. But if he, if Lewis retires, right. say like in the next year or two, two yeah. and he's like within for he's gonna be with Ferrari for the next two three years, then he's not gonna switch teams. So right. it's it comes down to timing. But I've I'm so a, I'm a fan of this take. If I'm gonna be completely honest with you, like I'm... as a as a Charles like. So Emily, my girlfriend, she's a Charles fan, huge Charles fan. And the only time that would make me genuinely scared of Charles is if he's partnered up with a competent team principal. Yeah. Because a target on everyone's back. Yeah. Because Charles, with the help of Doc Ock, Matteo Bonato, that... That, not Doc Ock. Not Doc Ock. <laughs> but that combination makes me as scared as like a really good quarterback and a dog shit coach. I'm I'm like scared that he might just, you know, will his team. But other than that, I'm kind of like, eh, we'll it's just like, wait and watch it happen. It's like if Tom Brady was partnered with Matt Nagy. Right? <laughs> You're scared of the quarterback, but the coaching and the play calling, you are not right, right, whatsoever. But as as a take goes, I think it's not a hot take. I just think it depends on future. See how things shake out. Because what if in two years Mercedes isn't Mercedes anymore, which True. would be the craziest, like a pretty big storyline. But then also, like, what if like how we're we talking about Lewis retires earlier than expected? So. As far as hot takes, purely off of the fact that it there's too many variables to play into it, I'm going to give it like a three. 
honestly, like just hot take perspective, it's a pretty spicy take. Like you're saying Charles moves from Ferrari well, to Mercedes. And the, the sport of the sport of Formula One drivers like they they move eventually. Like eventually they move, whether they retire and they come back or they just switch teams. Like any driver that you think of having like, oh, that was their team, they have another team after that. Like Michael Schumacher is known as the Ferrari legend. He drove for Mercedes at the end of his career. True. You know, that is true. Lewis Hamilton, this is kind of going reverse, but he was like McLaren's like little baby boy. Now he's Mercedes. like Mercedes legend. So, But I think what I'd spice to the take is Charles is replacing Lewis. Right. So it'll be Charles and George as the two Mercedes. That'd be spice. That'd be that real spice. Be That'd real be spicy. real spice. So that's why I'm like, it's not hot. A little, it has yeah. some spice to it. If it were to come true, it would have a bunch of boxes checked for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But so I'm, I'm going with the casual. I'll go. I'll go with the. I'll go with the four out of ten. And with that, Russell sixty three Merc. That's a quick sip. So that's a cheers, Russell. Halfway. Horner is the best team principal on the grid. Now, as a Red Bull fan, oh. I will let you go first because I have I have my reservations about this one, if we're being honest. That's tough because I think, realistically, Horner only has one competition when it comes to team principal, and that's Toto. Mm-hmm. And Toto, he's been with Mercedes, I want to say, he took over Mercedes racing team, or F1 team for the past... He was there before the dominance, so he's before on before the dominance. Yeah, but Mercedes was already like on the rising up when he took over. Kinda, kinda. Let me double okay. check this though. But continue with your take. I don't, I don't agree with it. So that's why it adds a little spiciness to it. Twenty thirteen. So he's going. This is year nine for him. I think. So he was the year before they started their dominance. Right. Okay. So initially, my thought is Toto's number still number one. I mean, and, and you can look at it this year. Like, if you vacuum, only look at this year. Preseason's a mess. The first handful of races are a mess for Lewis. George Russell, he does his thing. He gets top five, finishes what, like, what have you? I'm not, I'm not trying to push that aside, but like, you got to think about like Lewis Hamilton, def- like defending seven time champion. His car is a wreck. He's not performing well. So you think as Mercedes as a whole is a wreck. We're halfway through the season and they are on the rise. You're like, oh, Mercedes might make possibly for constructors, possibly might make a push. Right, right. Drivers, I think Max is going to win that regardless. Um, so with that in mind, I think like Toto starting a terrible start. You can blame him for it, whatever. But the fact that he's able to recover from that and make 
at least finish podium because I don't think McLaren or Alpine is going to overtake Mercedes in the constructors. I agree. So he's still going to get a podium finish in the constructors championship, if not second or first. It's hard to say that Christian Horner, who has Max Verstappen, the hottest, fastest driver on the grid, with the best car, arguably, it's hard to say that he's better than Toto, but I think time will tell which one is better. But as of right now for that take, it's a spicy take because I think Toto is better. I think, I think, and I'm going to try not let my Red Bull bias in, but I think it's a pretty lukewarm to cooling down water type take because one of two things i think there isn't a clear best team principle i think there's one a one b toto christian and then you have like a it's more of a challenge for who's second because then when it comes to the team principles it's kind of like who do you want because you have toto the ice cold businessman type you know the Bill Belichick, the no nonsense. I'm gonna work with my guy, and you know, just kind of like talk him through it, type coach or team principal. And then you have Christian Horner, who he's really about it. Like if you really paid attention to the 2021 season, Toto was like kind of a supporter of Lewis, like his number one supporter, whereas Christian was like he was going to war for. Like, he wasn't, like, trying to just defend him. He was attacking the point, if that makes any sense. And so it's kind of like, what kind of coach would you rather have? Would you rather have a coach like Toto Wolf, who's going to just be ice cold and, like, go about his business, and you're just going to be like, I'm going to follow by example. Or are you going to have that fiery leader who's basically, like, an ex-player? Like, I don't know, for, for those of you who watch Hard Knocks, it's kind of like having Dan Campbell versus Bill Belichick. Would you rather have a guy who's going to, Raw, raw, and get you like, like I'll run through a wall, like a wall for this man. Or as Total Wolf, he's like, yeah, this, this, this is a bad dude. I'm gonna follow him into war. So it's kind of off of that, but I, I see what you're saying. By like, Toto has willed or like just kept the the boat steady as like you know the the early season woes was happening. Yeah. Whereas Christian Horner kind of was like, he takes everything in stride, and if I was a driver. I'd honestly want someone as toxic as Christian Horner as my team principal because it makes it easier for me to be semi like like semi toxic because I'd be like yeah yeah X Y Z and I know my team principal is gonna go off the wire and say some off the cuff stuff <laughs> and I'll be like you know see you in a private room I'm gonna dap you up Christian because I totally agree but yeah no Christian I think it's one A one B so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with this as like a three out of ten. Yeah, like I agree with that. Like Toto versus Christian, it's a one A one B. Like if you if we were doing a fantasy draft, the first round pick or the first overall pick is going to be one or the other, and the second overall pick is going to be one. The, right. Obviously, the other one. I think a better American comparison would be uh, Bill Belichick with Toto, and then um, Andy Reid for uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He's not. He's not one to like. I know he's not one to be like fighting the media and shit, but I feel like behind the scenes, he's definitely like in Patrick's ear, like, 
you're the best quarterback in this league. No okay, okay. When you put it like that, I get you. Like, no, like, like to the media, to the people, he's like not like that. But I'm saying like behind the scenes to his players, to his coaching staff, to Patrick Mahomes specifically, he's like, I don't get I don't care what anyone's saying, you're better than everyone else. Right. And go out and perform. Just throw it to Travis Kelsey and <laughs> win this game. <laughs> We're gonna beat the Chargers. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't care how much Derwin James is making, we're going to beat them. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we pay him for is to stop Travis Kelsey. But, yes, after after your points, I do decrease the hotness of this day. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm about a five or four. So, at Max Wallace 8, this is a slight cheers to you. Cheers. You know, I'm in the range of a real spicy take finishes the drink here. Uh, so. I am as well. Hopefully this next one finishes it for me. Norris will leave McLaren earlier than his contract expires. This is by at Blue Lays One. Norris will leave McLaren before his contract expires. I think I think this has some validity. He's under contract for like until 2025. So Oh, three. three years. Yeah, three. Okay. Way less than I thought. I think this is this is a hot. No, take. wait, 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 wait. This could apply because so twenty twenty five his con his McLaren contract expires. Does this take apply to if he extends past twenty five with McLaren? Well, I think he's just saying that he's gonna leave. So, do you think he's gonna? Leave? So he's gonna leave before twenty twenty five. Right. Okay, that's the take. I think I think this is that's I think pretty this, spicy. That's yeah, a I spicy think, take. I think this is a reach, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think this is like a seven out of ten take because I expect McLaren or Norris to finish his McLaren contract. Right. Or I'll I'll let you finish before I. Guys I don't. Points. The only reason why I'd see him leave is is I, if Lewis retires and he's the one to take Mercedes seat. Because I don't see him taking the second seat of Red Bull. I don't, and I don't see him making a lateral move to Alpine, and he's not going to take Aston Martin or Alpha Tauri or Alpha Romero's kind of seat. Right, that'd be going backwards. Yeah, exactly. So the only possible move up, up, quote unquote, because you never know year to year with F one is to go to Mercedes. Right, and that's if Lewis retires before twenty twenty five. And that happening, it's still up in the air because you because Fernando Alonso is still racing at forty, and he's still <laughs> he's still performing. That man's built different. Half the grid. So <laughs> if he's doing it, you imagine a seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton will still do it. But it, he might give it a thought, right? There's so much different variables that go into it it's like is his heart into it if he's willing to do it the sacrifices that he has to make for a season blah 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 so it comes it comes down to if lewis retires does lewis retire within the next three years personally i hope not i hope he's still racing right 2025 same same sentiment so this take it's a little spicy because i don't see it happening so i think i i'd agree i think this is is a spicy take. Not the spiciest a, take that we've, we've had six, so far. A six out of ten. I'm actually going to give it a seven because I think 
Lando's contract is almost perfect. Ooh. Because oh oh okay okay because McLaren has it to twenty twenty five. The engine remodel comes in in twenty twenty six. Right, Lando Norris is super young. His contract is almost perfect, and the fact that he gets to stay in a team that he knows is going to be competitive, for the most part, I'm not saying they're going to win or become like you know a contender, but he's not going to, like you said, Alpha Tauri. He's not going to Aston Martin. He's not going to Alfa Romero. He, if he does move, it'll be a side to side or up move. So, I personally think this is a spicy take. I think he stays with McLaren until the end. Then takes a, like a whole evaluation of like the whole grid, because what if twenty twenty five McLaren is you know poo poo dog water? He's gonna be like, I want out of here. But what happens to twenty twenty five? He's not, you know. So in terms of him leaving early and just leaving in general, I think that's a bit of a reach. So I'm gonna rate this a six, six point five. All right. So we're about that. Well, I'm at a six. You're a six point five. Right. So, so cheers to cheers to Blues Lay One. Cheers for the spicy take. Take number seven. This is from at Natox underscore live. Charles Leclerc will leave Ferrari in the next two years. So this is a spicy take. So he's breaking his contract two years before it, it expires with Ferrari. So yeah, I'd give it a seven. I'd say that's a pretty spicy take. I'd I'd agree to break his contract with the team that he's been grinding for, his dream team. Grew up with. Yeah, too. I think this has to be some catastrophic like, like Ferrari really has to fumble the bag for this one to to come true. So I would agree. I think I think this is about a seven. Yeah. It's like spice levels. I think. For Charles to go as far as to break his contract with the team that he's grown up and loved and have like from Monaco, that's like Ferrari's like the team that he grew up watching and loving. Right. And now he's racing for that team to be like to for two years before his contract's over to be like, I'm done with you. Your incompetent is enough. I'm tired of the memes. I'm tired of the stupidity that's right. going on here. It's like, yeah, that's a spicy that's a seven out of ten for me. I think it's also seven out of ten for me. Yeah. Purely right. off, so, just because he's not. I don't think he's breaking the contract. So no, I don't think so, so either. So at to... Natox, here you go. Natox, cheers to you. This one's a an American, like a little bit of American in it. Logan Sargent racing for Williams wouldn't increase support for F one in America. For longer than a handful of races, as Americans only care about winners and not the people just aiming for top 10. I, I mean, honestly, I agree with it. Americans, we're about winners. We don't, yeah. If you ain't winning, we do not care. <laughs> the only time F1 was on ESPN was because it was in Miami and we had celebrities, American right. celebrities there. Since then, F1 has not appeared on ESPN at all. They don't talk about it. They don't mention it. They don't care about it. Right. So, unless it's you have an American driver winning, Americans aren't gonna care. I Cold think take. it's a it's honest. 
it's respectable, but for hot takes wise, cold as ice. I don't think it's cold as ice. I think so just like the first few tweets, it has validity, but it has like 80% validity because like you said, Americans only care about winners. And so I feel like there will be an initial push for him, a relatively small boost in American fans. But unless he's winning or at least competing consistently, like if he if he is what Alex Albon is right now, sneaks top 10, a number nine, if stuff's crazy, we're going to like, you know, like, oh, snap, an American does this. And then we're going to be like, OK, back to LeBron James. Like, so. Exactly. I, I think... don't I think this is by far the coldest take we've had. I'm giving it a two out of ten. Yeah, because I would agree. realistically, like you said, okay, if he finishes within the top ten, ESPN probably covers it and goes like, "Hey, this American in this European sport is performing pretty well." But other than that, is he's not going to get any coverage. I think he gets as much coverage as like Christian Pulisic does for soccer. Exactly. Like, we'll I don't even know who that man is, so that explains <laughs> how much coverage he's gonna get. We'll we'll get like a quick coverage of like an update on his career, but it won't be like how ESPN force feeds you LeBron James highlights. It'll be like that snippet before they go to commercial. It's like, oh, just by the way, this American finished tenth in this last race. All right, on bef- when we get back from commercial, we'll talk about LeBron James and how he dunked on this one full. 10 years ago. <laughs> I think I think this is a 2 out of 10 in terms of spice steak. So. Yeah, I agree. Just a quick a small sweat. little sip, but I appreciate the take. This is from Aunt Laurent Zelos. Gasly will never get to drive in a faster car. I agree with that take. He doesn't move past Alpha Tauri. I don't think he goes back to Red Bull second seat. And I don't think he moves up to like McLaren or Alt. He no, is French. I... He is French. Keep that in mind. I don't think his French background is enough to convince the... Alp- Alpine to be like, all right. Gasly, like, we'll take you. Especially the season that he's having this year. So far. Right, right. He's not going to Mercedes. He's not going to Red Bull. He's not going to Ferrari. So the only steps he can take is laterally or, or backwards. backwards. So I agree with this take. At the end of this day, I don't... Gasly, this was the year for Gasly to prove to me, and I feel like everyone else in the F1 community that he was he was he had the ability to take that step forward right. to he go wasn't from Red Bull's B team to possibly challenging Perez for Red Bull's second seat and or being good enough to take a seat for one of the premier teams. The top three, right. But this year, his contract year, he didn't perform. Yeah, he hasn't been performing. I think this is a mid take. A four out of ten, five out of ten kind of take. I think this is more true than reach. Yes, exactly. So I think this is a three because 
Do I think he's good enough to get a top three drive? No. However, as we've seen with silly seasons in the past, if stuff gets crazy, teams get desperate. McLaren doesn't seem that far of a jump. That is true. Like, it seems a far jump now because McLaren has signed, like, all basically half of the IndyCar grid and then also maybe Oscar Piastri. So it might seem like a reach now, but I I think that's the, the farthest he can, like, realistically shoot for. So I think in terms of spice take, I'm going to have to agree more than disagree. And it's a three out of ten for me. I'll officially put it out a four out of ten for me. At Lauren Zellos, quick sip. A mid-take, but I appreciate your take. Red Bull would be the team to beat for the next few years. Alpine or Mercedes are more likely to be challenging them for the championship in the next years rather than Ferrari. And this is at this is from at Joel is chosen. Okay. 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 You know, the take initially started off pretty cold because I agree. Ferrari or no Red Bull as it stands is going to be the team to beat. But to say that Alpine or Mercedes versus Ferrari is gonna like I think that I, I I'm I'm fixated on the Alpine part. You're saying that's, Alpine is that's a be good that's a good part to be stuck on. Yeah, that that's gonna be challenging for the constructors championship, the team that's currently I believe in fourth place. Yeah, right? they're holding fourth down. They're having a fight with McLaren with fourth and fifth. with McLaren fourth and fifth is gonna be challenging for first. That adds spice to it, you know? Like that. I believe Mercedes is always going to be in the podium. I believe Ferrari is going to kind of be in the top four. But Alpine, that adds a level to the spice. So I will give it a. I'll give it a seven. I, I like to round up. I'd probably give it a six out of five or 6.5, but I'll round up. I'll give it a seven out of 10 kind of take just but just because he said or they said alpine will be competing against red bull for the constructors so you're going with seven out of ten seven out of ten i'm gonna give it an 8.5 out of ten because because i think the whole you're saying only the second half of the tweet is a reach correct yeah i think the whole tweet is a reach really like as the as the Red Bull fan that I am, as Red Bull as far as Red Bull goes, I don't think they're going to be the team to beat for the next couple of years, because okay. if if you look at it this way, so Red Bull isn't even the fastest car now. They're not. They're not. They're really not. If Ferrari had a competent team manager, and strategy. Red Bull should not be winning this 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 thing. I I promise you that because if yeah, you I, if, I I I agree with that. Take. If 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 you look at it, Max is really really willed himself to number one. Because yeah. if you look at Checo, Checo's no slouch. He's P three or P four or whatever it is. But he's has some days where he's off, and he has some days where he's on. 
right? And the days that he's on sometimes doesn't even challenge Ferrari. Whereas Max, he challenges Ferrari. So you take Max out the equation. I think Red Bull as a, as a team isn't the team to beat. I think Red Bull will have a top three car. But it won't be they're the clear number one team to beat. Because Ferrari, in my opinion, has the fastest car this year, barring reliability and team strategy. Those two things take fat L's. Whereas Red Bull, they have Hannah, their strategist. And excluding the first half of the first half of the season. So the first quarter of the season. Not even like literally the first four yeah. races. So excluding that, they haven't had huge reliability issues, correct? Yeah. So I don't think they're the fastest car, but I don't think they're like, you know, punching way above their like where they should go on. So I think it'll be a close grid for the next couple of years because that's what the, the regs have shown. So I don't think Red Bull would be the 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 cream of the crop. And I, I especially don't agree with Alpine coming through and, you know, all of a sudden dethroning Ferrari as P3 or P2. Dethroning McLaren and Ferrari yeah, yeah. to so, get into the podium to be complaining with Mercedes and Red Bull. I think they're trending the right way. Do I think they make that jump to where they're like, hey, you have to pay attention to us now because we're not fighting for third or fourth. We're fighting for, you know, P1, P2. That's a reach. That extends the reachness of this. So I think this is an 8.5, to be honest. Okay. See, my counter argument to your point is Max is going to be in that Red Bull car. That's fair. So That's fair. you have, like, reg- I, I, get your, I get your point, and I agree with your point. Does Red Bull have the best car on the grid? Yes, in some aspect, but is Ferrari better in others? Yes. 100%. Is the Red Bull car going to be the team to beat? Arguably. But with Max in that car, that's the team to beat. So what are you giving this tweet then? Scale of one um, to ten. I, like I said, I, I'm giving it a seven out of ten simply because they said Alpine is going to be c- competing with Red Bull. I think that's a multiplier to the tweet. If they had kept it to just like Red Bull going to be the cream of the crop. Yes. If they kept less. it to Red Bull going to be the team to beat with Max Verstappen in that car. As a cold mid take, I give it a four out of ten. But the fact that they added Alpine to it makes it spicy. So I give it out of seven out of ten. I think I'm gonna raise it to nine. Adding your points to my <laughs> argument, I think I think what this is I think this is the biggest reach, honestly, thus far. This is for, the hottest. This is the hottest what, take because of the bunch. Alpine is gonna be competing, or because. because- because Alpine and the fact that I don't think Red Bull is going to be the team to beat. But to Joel's chosen, here's a to 9 out of 10. Thank you. 7 out of 10. We'll, we'll split the difference. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. All right. For those of you watching, please let us know what takes you guys are having. And uh, we'll go ahead and share it on our Instagram and our, our TikTok. But other than that, uh, before we get more drunk, you guys have a good one. Yeah, Formula One is, is the pinnacle of motorsport.